This is Onis on Opas, a fan podcast where we talk about our favorite parts of Korean dramas with very special attention to the leading men of K-dramas, aka our K-drama boyfriends, aka Opas. And we are your metaphorical Onis. I'm Susie. And I am Lynn. And Susie, ready to squirt some ketchup all over this episode? <laughs> that sounded... Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, it just felt appropriate to... Oh, yes. This is a special bonus episode. Yes, uh, It's going to vary from, vary from our usual format and topic, uh, but it's going to be a little bit food-oriented, so I felt like we should lean into the K-Drama Ketchup yes. label. I mean, should we do that first? Like, welcome to our... Special holiday, her holiday special. It's a holiday, holiday special. special. Every every good series needs a holiday special. Um, Agreed. Yeah. So instead of our uh, normal format where we talk about one particular performer, this time we're going to talk about many performers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but not just any performers. Well, not just any performers. And from the title of this episode, you can probably gauge what kind of performers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is our boyfriend buffet episode. All you can eat, friends. <laughs> also Welcome to the boyfriend buffet. <laughs> I, I I stand by my wording, Susie. <laughs> We're just going to, like, own it. We're just going to own it, you guys. Yeah. It's yeah. Fine. I mean, if, if you're going to be uh, bothered by the idea of human beings being being compared to food, and I don't judge you for that, but if that's not your <laughs> jam, so to speak, this mm. might not be the episode for you. I'm just saying. <laughs> right, right now. Uh, but before we get into the... Uh, meat and potatoes, so to speak, of our buffet. You know, let's yeah. stop by the condiment station yes. and catch up with yes. what we've been watching lately. Well, friends, uh, if it's not clear to you from this audio, I am a bit under the weather at the moment, having some congestion. The Rona has found me. I did not catch it because I did not seek it. It caught <laughs> me. Okay? It found me. <laughs> I was not going out there looking for the Rona. So, anyway, so for the last few days, I've just been resting, trying to get better, and I'm on the mend. It's I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm yeah. fine. You know, it was mild. It only lasted a couple of days. So, I'm I'm doing well. But... Since the last time we spoke, I have finished a show that yeah. you will hear about later on in a few in a few weeks <laughs> in a future episode in a future episode. Uh, but since I like got sick right away, I was just gonna like I don't know what. Uh, so I was in the middle of watching this Chinese drama called The King's Avatar that mm-hmm. was really in the beginning going real slow for me like it took me a few months to watch like 10 episodes <laughs> yeah like it was that kind of slug i was not really like super 
interested in the beginning. Like, it just doesn't, like, catch you in the beginning. It mm. does this thing where it is trying to set some things up and, you know, there's a lot of, like, subplots that don't seem to be connected that is also, like, kind of confusing. But after episode 10, things uh, picked up. And I think I was... I can't remember where I was at the beginning of my COVID journey. <laughs> I think I was... I was maybe... I think I was around at, like, 10 or 11 when I started getting sick. And so while I was just laid up in bed, I just went through the rest of it. And there's 40 episodes. <laughs> so there's, like, 30 episodes in three days, basically. Yeah what happened to me because then it things got real interesting and the story really got pretty compelling anyway so i finished that Mm -hmm. and thanks to um the soul sisters podcast again shout out to them Mm -hmm. and their Mm -hmm. latest not their latest but somewhat latest uh kim bokju episode it just made me really just want to rewatch it so i've been um just putting that on as background and while I do other things and then I just, you know, look up every now and then. But it's, it turns out I look up a lot now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still so good. It's just, it's really good. And I'm at that point where she's, um, they found out what she did and she's like real sad right now. And I just was sad with her because I could totally feel like why she did it I totally understand and it's just like understanding that feeling of like having a super huge crush on somebody but you know it's like not attainable at all like it's just a fantasy Mm. but you want to like stay in that bubble for as long as you can and when it gets burst it's real sad it's real sad anyway I just uh both both the leads in there just like right now they're like friendship is so great i just love seeing them together yeah being friends you know being there for each other and oh i love it so much so i'm enjoying that return to to that little show so yeah uh what about you lynn what have you been watching you know I am uh, visiting a friend who is not as big of a K-drama enthusiast as you and I are. Mm-hmm. So I've actually been watching a lot of things in English this oh. week. <laughs> right? Very unusual for me. I mean, we watched plenty of things, but uh, nothing that seems, you know, especially noteworthy. I did watch... Uh, on Disney Plus, the first episode of the variety show In the Soup, Friendcation, with so many of our uh, friends, some of whom we will be talking about shortly. And yeah, it was just very... I, I guess I kind of expected it to be slightly more amped up. It is very chill. Mm-hmm. Like, not a lot happens in that first episode. It's literally just, like, a bunch of good friends hanging out together and going on a trip together. And it just so happens that they are, like, big, you know, global celebrities. <laughs> 
but they're just like regular people. Uh, the funniest part to me, I mean, there are a lot of real cute parts, but one thing that I thought was real funny is they, you know, go to the grocery store to get supplies for their multi-day trip. And because it's a show, you see like Parksagen pushing a carriage, you know, a buggy up the aisle getting groceries, but because it's an aisle in a grocery store and none of the brands gave them any money, <laughs> it's completely blurred out on both sides. So he's just like walking down a corridor of blur on both sides. And it's very weird. And I just thought, is this short scene that important editors of In the Soup Friendcation that you had to give us this shot of like just Parks <laughs> or June walking down a corridor of blur? It's very strange. Um, but uh, yeah, I just got to the end of that episode where Jae Shik and uh, Park Kyung Shik come. At the very end, because they were not available to come the first day. Spoilers. I mean, it's not a spoiler. They tell you that in, like, the first five minutes that they had conflicts and they're not going to be there the first day. So, that's, I mean, as far as, like, Korean language programming, that is the only thing I've watched this week, I think. I'm kind of looking for a new, the things that I have in process at the moment are older things. So I'm currently on the scope for a newer thing Mm -hmm. because I like to balance out the older shows with the newer shows. Mm -hmm. Also, because sometimes those older shows have, you know, just real (laughs) headache inducing (laughs) things in them that like, let, let me travel in time forward to a time when it's not okay for you to just grab a woman and do whatever you want to her. Let's do that. I mean, was it ever allowed, really? I I would say no, but if you just watch a bunch of dramas from, like, the early aughts, you would get a very different idea of what is acceptable behavior. Yeah. So, So that's what I am doing. Uh, but now, Suze, are you ready to open the door to this restaurant and, (laughs) and, uh, enjoy all the fragrances of the many delicious dishes at the Boyfriend (laughs) Buffet? Dishes and snacks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess I'll be, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. I want to just like put a, put a little, I don't know what disclaimer or what here, warning sign. I don't know. Um, caution hot. (laughs) 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 No, no. Amazing. (laughs) I just want to say that, you know, it, I've been watching Korean dramas for a long, long time. So, uh, the amount of boyfriends I have. (laughs) but it was also like at the same time hard for me to like get to this list because i keep on forgetting people Mm. um because you know people are either popular now or they're not or they've been around and they might be on hiatus or they're flat not doing anything anymore you know there's all kinds and so it's just yeah yeah 
it was, you know, and I'm not a ranking person either. Like, it's so hard for right. me to rank anything. And so, yeah. as I speak, as we go on, things might even change. I might even change some things while I'm doing it. Just yeah. to warn everyone. No judgment. These things might happen. Well, I think that before we jump into our lists mm-hmm. of opas, mm-hmm. uh, I think it behooves us to say a little bit about how we discern between a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know who's a boyfriend and just like an opa that you that you like as a friend, I guess, mm-hmm. like that you mm-hmm. admire. Like, for right. instance, we talked for well over two hours about Kim Son Ho mm-hmm. in our first full episode, mm-hmm. but I don't want to hug and kiss Kim Son Ho. Like, no offense. I love him a lot, and I will watch anything that he is in, but he's not on my boyfriend's list. Yeah, he's not on mine either. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'll just say for myself, the uh my main criterion for if you're my boyfriend is if I look at them and I start to feel like flushed. Like if they make <laughs> me what is it that they always say in the dramas? Like they mess make me flustered. If they make me flustered, mm. you know, they give me what is the uh, they give me the vapors, <laughs> as they would say in the in the American South in the eighteen hundreds. They give me the vapors. If they give me the vapors, then they're they're my boyfriend. So what is your criteria for uh being a boyfriend? I mean I think flustered is good is a good gauge, but I, I feel like I get flustered a lot. So maybe yeah. for, for me that's not like the best indication. I think what happens to me is I like get a little obsessed with seeing them all the time mm. you know mm-hmm. like i would want to start like looking at pictures of them on the internet and really like go into like what else have they done and you know where else can i see them and not just acting like wanting to see them in the wild <laughs> how yeah, yeah. are they how are they as a person instead of just an actor their mm-hmm. fictional selves, you know. Right, right, right. When I yeah. get real curious about, like, hmm, when is their birthday? Like, I'm in trouble when I want to know okay. their birthday, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I'm on a knowledge hunt on right. them, then I feel like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interested in them as a human beyond just, mm-hmm. like, admiring their work. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I like that. All right, well, I think you do have more <laughs> boyfriends than I have. No judgment. This is a safe space, Susie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you want to go... For, do, should we alternate? Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Um, who should I do first? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to introduce us to your metaphor that you're you using? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I... I had trouble uh, finding um, good, like, food slash buffet slash restaurant categories for my men. For my men. (laughs) 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 Um, So what came to mind are basically uh, performance-based titles or 
grouping. So I have my leading men, I have my supporting men, I have my understudies, I have mm. those that are auditioning, and I have those that are that have left the company. <laughs> oh, retired. There's there's one retiree that uh, mm-hmm. we'll talk about later. Um, boyfriend emeritus. Boyfriend emeritus. Um, it, it doesn't mean he can't come back, but at mm-hmm. this moment, I'm not seeing it. I gotcha. don't see it. Like, those who are um, understudies are not, like, current in the rotation, mm-hmm. but they could pop back up at any moment <laughs> into the main fold. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that's my, that's that's how I group them, or my criteria are. Okay. I hope it's so- not too confusing to people. So are you starting with lead actors? Yes, I will start with my lead actors. I'm going to start with my OG oldest, the one I've I've pined for the longest. Go ahead. <laughs> and it is Jo Inso, which you have not met yet. Um, no. You have not met Jo Inso. So here's another... Uh, it's another tidbit about your Oni Susie. She likes the tall men. Mm. She likes the tall men. Join so is a tall one. <laughs> and I first met him um, in Spring Day. Mm. Um, this is a drama that's, I think, based on a Japanese drama. And it's about these two brothers um, who are doctors. Mm-hmm. And their relationship, and uh, there's a woman in there who, in the beginning of the show, is not talking. She's nonverbal. And yeah, so but I I cannot tell you what about his performance really made me fall in love with Join So. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like. I mean, this drama is like one of my favorites. I really really love it. But I just thought his. His arc, certainly, um, I don't know, be, wanting to become a better man for a, for a woman is something that I like. I enjoy that mm-hmm. he, like, recognized that he was <laughs> not all that. Because she told him, she's like, you're, like, playing around. You're not, like, doing anything. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to be better for her. To like sort of deserve her in some way. Mm-hmm. Well, I liked that a lot. And Go Hyun Jo um, is the girl in here. And she um, was in My Dearest Friend. Is that the one about the older people? Oh, Dear My Friends? Dear My Friends. She's yeah. the one of the daughters in there. Is she like the main daughter? I think she like is. she's like the the lead in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I like her a lot. I liked her a lot in that. Drama. Yeah, she's very good, and I also like sort of fell in love with her as well. I just mm-hmm. really loved her performance in here. Um, I thought she, you know, this is a performance where you really needed a strong actress because there's a lot of emotion and nuance that happens without her having to speak Mm. um and even when she came to 
soul to, you know, chase the one guy. She mm-hmm. still didn't speak for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, but thanks to the younger brother, I think she started speaking a bit. Um, I could have that all wrong. Who knows? It's been a minute <laughs> since I've watched it, even though I've watched it several times already. The magic of Korean dramas makes you want to go back again and again. Anyway, Joy and Sung, I, uh, I just, I don't know. <laughs> there is something about him that's so compelling to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't hurt that he looks so good in clothes. Like, mm. he's he's a good model. Mm-hmm. Like, if, I mean, he has modeled, I'm sure. But he, he just, like, clothes hang on him really well because of his height and his build. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, let's see, what else has he been? He's been in, oh my gosh, he's been in What Happened in Bali, which is... Oh, yeah. It's a classic. It's a classic for a right. reason. It is also... Yeah. Bonkers. Bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> Bonkers. I mean, what happened in Bali? I don't know. I still don't know what happened You've seen in the Bali. drama and you don't know. <laughs> wow. It's just... Uh, anyway, it's the formula. The formula made, used, you know, put to good use. Yeah. Of the, you know, the table people. Hajiwan is in it. She's oh. the non-chable person in here. Oh, oh. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. So he's your first leading man. He was my first leading man. And if you want to check him out, I suggest either, you know, Spring Day is good. It was like a little early days for him. Yeah. As an actor, but I thought he did a really, really great job in that. He was very compelling to me. Um, and then, um, it's uh, it's okay. That's love is another oh, one uh-huh. that is more recent, even though not the most recent. I think um, thing he's been in is a really good one, um, where it talks about a lot of like different mental health issues okay um and he is very charming in it you know it has gong hyo jin who i also love absolutely and it's the first uh korean drama that i that i thought really talked about um sex in a Mm. really like natural normal way Mm -hmm. and also talking about people who are having trouble with sex you know Mm -hmm. and what that what that means and um, what needs to happen to help them and, you know, that sort of thing. But I just, I really like that. It was very, very candid about, about sex. and Yeah, I did not realize that that was what that was about or one of the main themes of that. That makes me want to mm-hmm. check it out more because that definitely is not something that I have seen in other dramas. Yes, I did recently see him in That Winter the Wind Blows with... Oh not, yeah. not your favorite Song Hegyo. <laughs> she is not my favorite. It's yeah. true. And that one was it's fine. It's also the formula. There's mm-hmm. there is a formula in there. And they yeah. they use it. He looks real good in his suits. I mean he just <laughs> there's some exceptional winter coats as well. I mean, just 
Very good. Very good. Um, but if you want to see him, oh, he wasn't Dear My Friends. Oh, yes. I did not realize that they were together, that they were in that other drama together. That makes so much sense of why he, because it's a minor but extremely important role that he is in that. And I, up until now, did not, was not putting together that that's who you were talking about all this time. I have Mm. seen him. I loved him in that show. And they were a great couple in that show. Because they're like sort of on again, off again in that show. Mm. So he's my main leading man always. I always want to see anything he's in it. And um, yeah, you know, for a while he was the he was endorsing um, that Korean bakery, Tous les Jours. Oh yeah. And so when I first encountered a encountered a Tous les Jours, I was incredibly excited. <laughs> you know when you want to take a picture with their picture that is on a banner in front Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. the bakery that's love (laughs) yeah Yeah. so my boyfriends my uh, metaphor I leaned way into the buffet metaphor (laughs) so I, rather than, uh, you know, giving a sort of theatrical framework to talking about my boyfriends, I've assigned them all types of buffet food based on what I think about them. So so the first boyfriend that I'm going to talk about is, you know, how they say in some of the Korean dramas, like, before you're in a real relationship, they call it some Mm-hmm. So this first boyfriend is really not like full on boyfriend. We're in the state of some or however you would express that. But, you know, he still still makes my heart go pitter pat when I get a chance to see him. And that is Che Won Young, who is uh, sort of Ajusi age most of the time. He plays a lot of uh, fathers in things nowadays. Um, but you may have seen him in Huarong, he plays a father. Inheritors slash heirs, he plays a father. Susie has seen him in Kill Me, Heal Me. I can't really speak to what kind mm-hmm. of role he plays in that. It's a I've good one. It. It's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also he's in Hello, Monster. We do not like him. We do not like where him. His, <laughs> uh, his character, though, is named Lee Jun-ho. Yes. Once again, another... <laughs> that's two dramas where there's a character named Lee Jun-ho as opposed to the actor named Lee Jun-ho. Very mm-hmm. confusing. Um, and he also has a very small but important role. He plays Bae Suzy's character's father in flashbacks in While You Were Sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen him in three of those things that I just mentioned. And, you know, he's like the hot dad. Mm. He's the hot dad. Um, I mean, I think the first thing I saw him in was in that small role in While You Were Sleeping. And I remembered him from that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that sort of speaks to... Memorable. Uh, Memorable. Yeah, speaks to, to him. But how I feel about him, um, he is... Beef with broccoli for me. Mm. So he's like very reliable, 
you know, very tasty and nutritious. Ooh. You know, he's not, you know, he's, he's got good protein, but also fiber and, you know, um, but with a real yummy sauce on. And, uh, yeah, I just really enjoy him. I would definitely seek out dramas that he is in. I would love to, I mean, that almost makes me want to see, to watch Hello Monster, because mm. I know he's, like, one of the leads in that, yeah, right? Yeah, he's very good. He's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, but I know that you didn't love that one, so... Um, so we'll see if that makes it onto my actual, you know, off the list onto my actual screen, but he would definitely be one of the main reasons why I would choose to tune into that because I, every time he's in one of the dramas that I watch, I always wish he were in it more. So, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's my, that's my first, uh, boyfriend from the buffet. Che Wanyang. Delicious. Okay, so now I'm gonna talk about my current leading man. So here's a newer newer one. I've met him recently in the last year. Mm-hmm. His name is Jung Hae In. <laughs> Perhaps you've heard of him. Perhaps you've heard of him. Perhaps, He's been in a few things. Perhaps I've said a few times how much I love Mr. Jung Hae-in. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've seen it's him. Come up. It's come up in many situations. Um, but I first met him in Something in the Rain. Mm-hmm. Lordy, what a, <laughs> what a swoony, swoony show that is for the most part. And him... I just, can I, (laughs) the way, like the thing that that show does really well is portraying that first kind of stages of being in love, right? Like your infatuation stage and then you're first getting together and you always want to be together, always want to talk together, all this stuff and just always thinking about the other person, Mm -hmm. Um, that kind of situation and he, his smitten face is just mm-hmm. adorable, irresistible. I can it right now. Oh, I mean, I feel like that's his also resting face. Is resting, resting swoon face, <laughs> resting swoon face. And like, look at his Instagram, you guys. I mean, in any pose. Mm. Oh, Opa. Yeah. But then it didn't help that I immediately after that show went to watch One Spring Night, where again, he is pretty much doing the same thing, which is being a swoony in love person. And I'm just like, oh, why? (laughs) Yes, please. Yeah, could not escape it. Um, Just... I don't know if it's insta love really, but I really just he can can anybody look at me like he looks at his leading ladies? I mean, just that in love mm. face is so attractive. It's so attractive, and he's also very good at his job. Mm. Just love him, even in snowdrop. <laughs> 
we're not going to say anything more about that. No, because this is a happy holidays show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I look forward to like, I, that's why like, I'm like a little, I don't know, a squirrel that is like squirreling away um, all his other stuff so I can Mm. like present it to myself when I really, really need it. But I'm also like, come on, just go like watch the things. They are out there. So I need to like watch more things than him. But those two mainly just really, really made me fall in love with him. So Understandably. Well, good thing when you need a uh, Hey and Opa fix, in my opinion, is his travel show on Mm -hmm. Vicky. He's very adorable Mm -hmm. in that. I mean, I have also seen DP. That is me. I loved it, Mm -hmm. but I would not necessarily recommend it for when you need some swoon in your life. Mm Because he's excellent. He's, as you say, good at his job, but that's not a swoony show. I've started um, while while you were sleeping, so mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing more of him. Yeah, and other people too, but mainly him. <laughs> That's a good segue, Suze. Yeah, it goes from you know my my opa I was just talking about to your opa. Mm. We're so good at segues. <laughs> awesome. um, okay, so my next opa is this. So this is a little bit. Uh, of a departure. He's he's up front because I've only seen him in one thing and he is super much super much, huh? Uh not <laughs> super much not the lead in it. This is from Secret Garden, which stars Hyun Bin and Haji Won. Mm-hmm. There is a peripheral character who is the head guy at the like martial arts academy where Hajiwan works, mm-hmm. um, I don't even know his character's name. I could look it up, but I'm not gonna. Uh, played by a Korean American actor named Lee Philip, or we would say Philip Lee over here. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he is why I'm mentioning him now uh, is because this is he was hardly in anything. So he is retired from acting mm. and moved on to other careers. He was in this, uh, he was in Secret Garden in 2010. And then he was in, he was in a drama called Faith in 2012. Mm-hmm. And that was the last, you know, 10 years oh. ago, 11 years ago was his last credit. So he's not acting anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, which is such a shame because he is so delightful, Suze. Oh, <laughs> just every time he's on the screen, I was like, less Hyun Bin, more Lee <laughs> Philip. Uh, nothing against Hyun Bin. I love Hyun Bin, but his character is so terrible in that show, which we'll talk more about at a future time. This is not the time for that. But I wish he were in it more. Um, I just love him. He's not in it enough for him to sustain my, you know, uh, overcome my frustration with Hume Ben's terrible character in that show. <laughs> so it's taking me a while to work through Secret Garden. But, uh, oh gosh, he is just so dreamy. And so I 
for for me, he is Crab Rangoon. He's <laughs> so delicious and decadent and crunchy, but he's just a little bite. Just a little bite. And then he's gone. That's how I feel about him. So he would be like very significant Opa on my list if he were in more things, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he's just, you know, not definitely not an honorable mention because he's way too swoony for honorable mention, in my opinion. He mm-hmm. would be super Opa if he were in more things, but because he's just basically in this one thing, Crab Rangoon, so delicious, and then it's gone, and you wish there were more. But there isn't. No. So that's the <laughs> Philip. I'm getting I'm getting a little hot bother just talking about him. But uh, let's move on to your next leading man, Suze. Well the next one is also somebody who I've known for a long, long time almost from the beginning, really. And that is Choi Siwon, who I knew before as an actor, as a singer in Super Junior. So he is my bias mm-hmm. in Super Junior for your for you K-pop fans. Um, he has been since the beginning of Super Junior. Like, I've known Super Junior since they came out. Um, and there were 12 of them. Um, <laughs> I just, I mean, that jawline, you guys, can you, can you blame me? Can you blame me? No. I just thought he was so, so handsome and I thought he looked very Korean. I don't know what that means really, mm. but that was mm-hmm. my impression in the beginning. Um, and then, you know, he... Let's say, like, singing is not his strong suit. Like, he's fine, you know, and he's part of this group. And he still performs with them. And they're very active still. But um, I think his aspiration is more in acting. Um, Unfortunately, (laughs) I think the, like, first acting thing I saw him in was not the best show. Mm -hmm. Oh, my lady. This show committed a sin to me because the leading lady in this show is um, Che Rim. You old school K-drama fans know Che Rim. I cannot believe in this show they made her an Ajma single mother. She was like frumpied up so much. And I feel like aged up than what she really yeah. was. I just was like, why are you, why is she being cast in this role? Y'all, just, you know, this show was so disappointing and it was like sort of his first like leading, leading um, yeah. role and I was real excited about it and it was just so disappointing and it had probably one of the worst second female leads ever. Um, like worst in terms of being a terrible yes. person the just character is a terrible, a terrible person. person and just like this like super self-centered rich girl who's just mm, yeah. a waste of space um, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, you know, that was not fun, too, because I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, do we? Mm. So anyway, the structure was not fun. You know, the whole thing was sort of like not great plot wise. And what they did to Taryn. Like, if you want to do yeah. sort of like a younger man, older woman type thing, like find a proper mm-hmm. older woman. Like, Taryn is not right. older woman enough right. for C1. I'm sorry. But no. Right. Um, so... Anyway, unfortunately, that's his, like, the first acting thing I've seen him in. And he's been in a lot of other things since then. Um, Mm -hmm. But then I did not really see him until she was pretty. Which, Mm -hmm. a delight! A delight! Yeah. He is is incredible in it. I think he stole the show from Poxygen. That is my opinion. I think... I would have been real happy if, you know, the female lead ended up with him. He is just really playful and cheeky and, um, but can, like, uh, really convey, like, all the other emotions that are, like, sort of behind that facade. And, I mean, the things this man did for love in that show, I mean... Swoon. Swoon. Like, yes. My goodness. And not in a, like, flashy way, right? Like, he's, like, doing these things and making sure she didn't know. All that stuff. But she won, you know, I don't know if it's nostalgia or what, but from from day one, me and she won. My boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's having kind of a moment right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just was out in Love is for Suckers. Now he has another new drama coming out very soon. Yes, I think it's the second season of Work Later Drink now. So, yeah. I have a lot of work to do in catching up with his stuff. Um, mm. See you on. Yeah. Who do you have next, Lynn? So, my next boyfriend, uh, recently promoted to boyfriend, recently upgraded <laughs> from some to full boyfriend. Congratulations, Opa. <laughs> Park Hyun Chick, whom I first met in, uh, Huarong. And I've since also seen in Strong Woman, Do Bong Soon. Uh, two very different roles for him. He's very enjoyable in both of them, although the first kind of half or a little bit more of Huarong, his character is not that likable, mm. but I have always liked a pretty boy, Zeus, mm. <laughs> going back my whole life, and they don't come a whole lot prettier than Park and Chick. He is uh, just... So easy to look at, and but also very, um, just has a, a really compelling presence, I think. And just seems, especially in uh, Strong Woman, you know, just so just darn sweet. And uh, he's just, their whole romance is so adorable in that show. Um, and he's got a great, great smile. So... I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. As I said, uh, when we were catching up, he just showed up at the end of episode one in in the soup French Cation. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing more of him IRL, as it were. But uh, 
you know, he's just so sweet and goes down so easy that I, he for me is self-serve ice cream at the buffet. <laughs> yes. Just, you will probably serve yourself a little bit more than you should really have. <laughs> But uh, just so sweet and refreshing and delicious. And um, yeah, and I better stop talking about it because once again, <laughs> I, I do like him very, very much. Park your Who's next for you, Suze? Next, I'm going to... One or two at a time. One or two. Okay. Because I met them both in coffee prints. <laughs> they come as a match. They so. did. Um, but sort of not because, you know, everyone was all about Gong Yu. And I really, really like Gong Yu in that show. I mean, it was for the longest time my favorite show, Coffee Prince. Yeah. But Lee Sung-gyun, I, mm, mm. that voice. Unsung hero of Coffee Prince. I mean, Prince. come on. You know, Coffee yeah. Prince gave me a different style of acting. Like, I feel like it was mm-hmm. the first time I felt people were not being over the top with their acting. It's very mm-hmm. naturalistic, especially yeah. um, Lee Sung-gyun in there. And yeah. I thought that was so refreshing and it was so easy to digest. Like I totally believed him as this character. Um, and I just, I don't know. I just really uh, loved all the like, he was a man. He's a man mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. show, right? Like he's mm-hmm. a grown ass man. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, a lot of times dramas sort of concentrate on like younger people, you know, people in right. their 20s mostly. And so sometimes their problems can be like a little shallow sometimes, right? Like, or, yeah. you know, not complicated, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, a writer thing, whatever, it's fine. But I feel like in Coffee Prince, there was real adult things that happened you know like mm-hmm. a girlfriend yeah. that basically left you and cheated on you mm-hmm. and then she came back and then you meet this other like fascinating girl and then you have like complicated relationship with your cousin about how your cousin still is in love with your girl and it's just yeah and then he has like an interesting grown-up job as a like a music composer producer music yeah, producer he's a music right producer. yeah he's like a producer it's like what is this Adult, right? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like he was like the first like man, man that I like. Mm. I was just like, wow, mm. this is a man. Um, Lee Sung Yun, that voice, that voice, right? Oh, please. Uh, and then in my Mister, which is now one of my favorites. Uh, what a yeah. performance! What, what a performance! And he's so good at being vulnerable. Like, he really is good at showing that side without appearing weak, you know? Yeah. Or too open, mm-hmm. even. Like, it just, like, shows. He just, like, comes out. 
Um, like it's a yeah. like natural way of being for him, and it's just, it's lovely. It's so, it's so lovely to see somebody do that. So, and eventually, after Goblin, Gong Yu got promoted. <laughs> Congratulations, Opa! Yeah, I think he was in supporting role before that, probably. Yeah, and yeah. Then in Goblin, mm-hmm. I just was like, man, come on, like, come on. Oh, the nuance of that character, just wow, wow. Yeah, and like really showcasing that maturity, you know. In I feel like it's appropriate in Coffee Prince. He was a little bit immature, you know, and he was like, oh, definitely, younger, you know, at that time. Yeah. But in Goblin, he can, like, really showcase the full range of emotions and go, you know, back and forth from that comedic and dramatic aspect of the show without batting yeah. eyes. So, so good. Um, yeah, man. And he is. Both of them are tall ones. Do you see a pattern? Do you see a pattern? <laughs> Yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah. I I like the tall ones. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's especially hilarious because I am not very tall. <laughs> hey. The heart wants what it wants. Sis. It does. It's probably overcompensating because I'm not very tall. It's like <laughs> he can boost your height and just carry you in his arms the whole time. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That doesn't seem weird. No, not at all. Not, not, not at, at all. all. Those seem like very good choices to me. Uh, yeah. I mean, all of your choices are excellent choices. I also am, like, definitely have a very, a, a little crush on uh, some Gyan Opa. Mm-hmm. I loved him also in Coffee Prince, also in My Mister. Uh, as I have said to you on numerous occasions, he is to me the Korean Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. I think he resembles Alan Rickman, and the voice is just I love I love a deep uh, mellifluous voice. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely uh, buffet adjacent mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. He's like in the in the parking lot <laughs> of buffet. <laughs> I just, I mean, and I think he's such a gifted actor. I want oh, yeah. to watch anything yeah. he's in. Really, really yeah. wonderful. Well, who is next for you, Lynn? Next uh, on my buffet is probably the boyfriend that in previous episodes that you all who are listening haven't heard yet because we're airing this out of order, mm-hmm. have not heard us talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, up until recently, known as my inappropriate boyfriend, which there's an upcoming episode where I explain why it's inappropriate, why I called him inappropriate. And so I'll save that for the future episode. But uh, I'll, I will say, spoiler alert, Susie said to me the other day, you know, it, it's not inappropriate to like who you like. As I just said, the heart wants what it wants. Mm-hmm. So now from... Henceforth, he shall be known as the boyfriend formerly known as inappropriate. Kwok Dong Young, whom I met in 
not 100 Days, My Prince. Those two shows, yeah, Susie, yeah. I cannot <laughs> hold them apart. Uh, whom I met in Love in the Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the bodyguard slash friend uh, slash assassin, question mark. Um, he's not really an assassin. What is he? Man of mystery in uh, uh, for Bo Gummy's Crown Prince in Love in the Moonlight. And oh boy. I mean, I sort of felt like I was saying about uh, Lee Phillip. I felt about him in Love in the Moonlight. I wanted the entire show to be about him. <laughs> like any scene that he, and he, I mean, he's in it a lot more than than Lee Phillip is in Secret Garden, but um, oh, he just, he was the star of that show for me. I just thought he was so compelling and so beautiful. Um, and sad to say, I have not yet seen any of the other things that he's, oh, no, that's not true. Oh. He has a cameo. Oh. He has a very, very small role in Fight for My yes. Way. Uh, which I was a little disappointed was only one, like only in episode Aww. one, but I'll take mm-hmm. it. Uh, he has such a delightful Instagram. He's always posting pictures of his dog, which is some kind of like, I'm not good at dog breeds, some kind of skinny, like whippet or greyhound <laughs> type dog. But I love when people post pictures of their dogs. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just find him so delightful. I actually very soon I'm gonna watch uh Gauss Electronics that just uh-huh. finished on Vicky yeah. recently that he is the lead in. Oh, fun. So uh that's gonna be very soon for yeah. me. Um but on my buffet oh. I have assigned him the role of sushi. Mm-hmm. Because he is so nutritious and delicious. He feels very edifying mm-hmm. because he just seems really like a good boy. He's in a play right now Aww. in Korea. As we are recording this, he's in a play, which I wish I understood Korean enough to be able to go see him in. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not happening. But, um, you know, I love live theater. So anytime any of the opas are in a play they they get so many bonus points in my heart for that uh so anyway and you know sushi i can just eat so much sushi (laughs) just Uh roll after roll after roll um so yeah he's he's my yummy sushi boy Hmm. park dong young finger hearts Who's next? Who's next in your heart? Ah, next in my heart is another newer boyfriend, but has occupied a top space for a while now. Um, even before Johan, I think. Which is DJ Wook. DJ Wook. You guys. This might be insta love because I first saw him and search www mm-hmm. his character was so adorable so great 
so great. Oh my gosh. How, oh, what a perfect match for Scarlet in that show. I mean, she is this like, yeah. badass, but she like totally melts with him. And he is like such a little puppy dog. And just, oh my gosh. But also... But also so great in the show within the show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you haven't seen Search of WW, he is an actor who is in like some kind of daytime soap. Um, that is, of course, incredibly ridiculous. And so part of the this, his story is revolving about his casting in that and his presence in that show and Scarlett helping him out and whatnot. But I just thought he, he was cute, but also like swoony, like super mm-hmm. swoony when he like, when it was called for. And just mm-hmm. that smile, you guys. Right. <laughs> that smile! That smile. I can't. I can I just instantly was like, you are my favorite now. You are my favorite now. Mm-hmm. Where are your other things? Which at that time was not a lot. It was not a lot. Yeah. He has not done so many things. And then I saw him in Dodo Salsa Lala Sal. <laughs> a show that says it has 16 episodes, so really you should only watch 14. That's 14. <laughs> 14, episodes. 14 episodes. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. But yeah. he... Oh, in that show, I'm also a little weak for the Sundere kind, which is, you know, the guys who are outwardly are like ice, you know, ice blocks, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. warm and fuzzy inside. Because mm-hmm. with him, every time Lala, who is played by Goara, wants something, he says no, but then he immediately turns around and does it. Does so it. no means yes. No means yes, yeah. absolutely, right now. I will do it. A hundred percent. And that was just so, so attractive. It was so attractive. I just really, really loved him in there. And I loved their relationship, how it evolved. Um. Yeah, just come on. And... In that right. show, he initially didn't smile that much. So every time he did, mm. it's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love him so much. And it is killing me that I have to wait till the end of Alchemy of Souls 2 to watch the whole of Alchemy of Souls because... Your girl is not trying to do an ongoing show right now, unless it's no. at the end. Because we learned our lessons from Red Sleeve. Red Sleeve. <laughs> Red Sleeve. Cautionary tale. Last year, I thought, oh, there are, there's, what at the time, 12 episodes out now. And they're going to have like two more this weekend. And, you know. It's almost yeah, done. And surely I'm not going to watch 12 episodes in like three days. <laughs> days. No. Yes. Yes, I did. And I was. Yes. It was agonizing. It was 
agonizing yeah. to wait for those episodes to drop. So no, I'm not about to get myself in that situation. I I can't wait. I really am excited to see him in Alchemy of Souls because it's the kind of fantasy genre I like, which is like mm-hmm. has like magic and martial arts and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. looking forward to it. But he's a look, a swoony puppy dog. Leading man of I my like heart. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is a delight. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, the, I have loved him in everything that he's been in. He always is so memorable. And uh, I understand why casting directors put him in these more than cameo parts. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, like, important parts that over several episodes in these other shows. It's, he's always, always great. Delightful. Mm-hmm. All right. My next boyfriend I met, uh, I first met in Coffee Prince, but not one of Susie's boyfriends from Coffee Prince. Kim Jae-wook, if you have not seen Coffee Prince, has a supporting role in Coffee Prince. Um, but he's extremely charming and magnetic. Mm-hmm. And from there, I was like, I can't wait to see him in something else. Unfortunately, he's not hasn't done a ton of dramas that are available. And he's done a several things that are super not in my wheelhouse as far as, mm-hmm. you know, what the themes are. Mm-hmm. However... He is uh, notably the lead in the male lead in her private mm-hmm. life, which is one of my very top romantic dramas. I love it so much, and I love him so much. Um, and I just think that he's so you know you were saying before about uh, Lee Sung Gun that he's in Coffee Prince that he's like a man. He's like a grown-up mm-hmm. man. And that's how I feel about Kim Jae-wook, is that he is really not so much in Coffee Prince, where he was a lot oh, yeah. younger, but especially mm-hmm. in her private life, that he is a grown-up man, and he is very fine and compelling. And I, on Lynn's Boyfriend Buffet, he is the top-quality Korean beef. Mm-hmm. Like at the at the restaurant wow. that the Samsung Tech boys <laughs> sit above at their first office and eat their gimbap and smell the expensive Korean beef that they can't afford. He is metaphorically speaking that high quality just so so good, so luscious. Nothing extraneous because it is so inherently high quality. You just don't need anything extra. You don't need any fancy sauces or anything like that because it's just Mm -hmm. so good and full of protein. (laughs) And I'm not sure how far I want to take this metaphor, but... That is, you can you can interpret that however you want. I want him to be in some more romantic lead mm-hmm. things, like her private life. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's not in a lot of things yeah. like that. I'm sure he's listening to this podcast, so 
Hey, did you realize that we had our Jay Wook Opas oh, back to back? back, to back? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize. Um, my Jay Wook Opa, I'm sure you are listening. And please do more romantic dramas. Thank you very mm. much. I co-sign, co-sign that. <laughs> <laughs> Onis, endorse this yes. message. Um, all right. I think I'll talk about the three people I have in supporting roles at the moment. Okay. Very quickly. One. So these are not yet in full leading, leading men's status in my heart, but you know, they're doing well. They're doing well. They've done some work Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, they'll get promoted any day now. Um, but first we have Lee Jun Ho. I cannot tell you the impact that Red Sleeve had in my life. Like I was yeah. obsessed with that show. So so much. And his performance. And I'm just like Lee Jun Ho, you are all grown up now. You are one hundred percent man grown up <laughs> right now. And it's like you know, I, of course, knew about, know about 2PM. They've, they debuted way back when, when I was still in K-pop. And, but I didn't really know, know them. So I don't remember him yeah. from those days. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, you know, when I think about people who were idol stars, you know, there's there's a tendency to want to think about them as as young men as like sort of kids right. as you know sometimes sure. um and even when you see them grow up you're just still like like sometimes i look at c1 i'm like c1 <laughs> i've known you since you were like 20 odd years old like mm. yeah so but you know the maturity of his performance in Red Sleeve just really won me over immediately. I just think he is yeah. an amazing talent. And just this role was like tailor-made for him. Like I just thought it was just such mm. a good match. And yeah, but he's, he's you know, he's, he's supporting. He's, he's not quite there yet, no. but okay. I think it's only a matter of time because, yeah. I've also seen him in um, Rain or Shine, also known as Just Between Lovers, and he is emotionally so good in that show. Um, yeah. And I highly recommend that show, by the way. Like, if anybody hasn't seen it, please check it out. It's a, it's a bit of a sleeper, because I think it's not... It's not a cheerful show. It's very... melancholy and it addresses a lot of trauma um but it's just the performances are so good i think the way they went about that trauma is also like really good how they're like confronting it and dealing Mm -hmm. with it and uh yeah i think it's it's a really great performance from him 
or well, something. I'll be interested once you watch Good Manager to see if he gets promoted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So, the second one I have is Legion Key, who is somebody that I have known for a long time as well, actually. Because I've seen him in many, many things. Um, I've seen him in Ilji May. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I've like been acquainted with him for a long time. I think he shot into stardom in My Girl, which is actually something I did not watch until relatively recently. And he was... I think he had like a very almost Japanese face at the time. It was very striking. Mm-hmm. Um, his mm-hmm. like his facial features were very striking and very different. They're very sharp and angular. Mm-hmm. And the male lead for that is Lee Dong Wook, whose features are all like the opposite yeah, of that. It's very rounded yeah. and very yeah. you know. So it's very striking contrast. Yeah. But I saw him in Iljime first, which I really liked, except for the ending. But it's worth worth watching. He's so good, and he's doing a kind of dual performance in it because Iljime is a type of like Robin Hood figure. So mm-hmm. it's like him in like regular daytime, whatever, and then him as. The persona of Iljime, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. So, um, I just was very, very impressed. And that just, like, sort of stayed with me for a long time. But I didn't really see anything of his until, again, more recently with My Girl and then Arang and the Magistrate, which I highly recommend also. It's a really fun fantasy show. Where he's somebody who could see ghosts. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's trying to help Shinmina, who has become a ghost, to figure out how she died. So both of them are trying to unravel this mystery. And he's also like looking for his mom or whatever. But both of them together are so... They're just like such a charming, charming performers. Um, Shinmina is very spunky in this and she's real sassy. And he's also, like, got a very um, sort of gregarious personality. I mean, it's just really, really a good combo. But it was a thing that, like, shot him up <laughs> was Moon Lovers. <laughs> so in Moon Lovers, his performance, you know, he starts out as somebody who is not likable. And then you get the other layers are peeled off and you see like what is behind that. And then, I mean, that is like such an attractive thing when you can portray all these different facets of one person in a performance. It's so difficult. Mm -hmm. And I just thought he really straddled that line in his character arc where he became somebody you didn't necessarily hate because you could understand why he is the way he is. Um, Because if he was even just like a smidge less three-dimensional, 
you would just kind of go like, mm. you can dismiss that character. Right. I just thought he was so adept at like threading that needle of, mm. you know, he's still, it's not like he changed so much between, you know, the first time you see him to like sort of the middle where he's the best you see him. Right. Um. So, but it changes enough that you could see him trying, mm-hmm. you know, and also with good result. But it wasn't like an easy thing to do for you to like sort of navigate that change. So mm-hmm. that's why that just, I was like, come on here. You can, you can come up. Come on up, Legion King. <laughs> You've been promoted. And then I saw him in Lost Lawyer, and okay, that's fine. And <laughs> anyway, so Legion King, love him. I thought he's, you know, his growth as an actor, and also just like his striking face. I just really. And, like, mm. in real life, he loves his fans so much. He is so, mm-hmm. so nice to his fans. And I love that a lot. His Instagram is adorable. Yeah. He's always so thankful for all the stuff that they give him. And he's always, like, you know, saying hi and saying, like, how are you? And I hope you're doing well. And uh, I just think he's just, like, such, such a nice person outside of his, you know, yeah. acting as well. So... Love him. Um, and then the last supporting one is Kim Joo Hyun, who is, mm-hmm. you'll know, Dombi's Appa in Startup. He's just another hot he dad. He is a hot dad for sure. And he, like the first time I saw him was in Startup, and then suddenly he is everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Small mm-hmm. or big roles. Just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how? <laughs> How are you everywhere? And I just, every time I see him, I'm just like, I'm ready. I'm, <laughs> ready. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> I just think he's, I, I don't know, like, he's less of a fantasy to me. You know, he seems like a normal mm-hmm. man, like somebody I can just like yeah, yeah. encounter anywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He just has that kind of like, um, I don't know, affability on him, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I think he's an everyday man. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him play anybody that's also like extraordinary or over the top. Oh, I feel yeah. Like everything I've seen him in, he's been also like kind of like a normal kind of guy. Right, right. So, uh, I mean, I just need like he also, like, one more thing is going to tip him up. Up there. Yeah. I mean, he's the second lead in Dodo Sosola, so I would love to see him as a as a lead mm-hmm. lead in something. Main lead. Mm-hmm. I saw him... I don't know. I'm sure I can look up which one I saw, but it made me get excited to see the show. <laughs> but, of course, now I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was, but... Anyway, those are my sporting guys. You know, it's really, like, going to take, like, a second for them to, like, move up. But right now, I'm just going to, like, yeah. 
you know, they can they can stay there for a minute. I need to see more I mean, things, and then we can talk. <laughs> we can negotiate. <laughs> Do you hear that, Opus? You got your work cut out for you. <laughs> uh, and speaking of having your work cut out for you, I feel like that's a great segue into my next boyfriend. Um, I'll tell you what food I gave him first, because for some reason I felt like he should be crab legs, (laughs) (laughs) which, which is not a comment on his legs or his, uh, physiognomy in any way. But you know, when you go to the buffet and you get the crab legs because they're so good, but there's so much work Ah. that, that is a little bit how I feel about, uh, Lee Jae-hun Opa, whom I love so much. He's in one of my most favorite dramas, Move to Heaven, and he is super hot in it in spite of the fact he has a ridiculous haircut. <laughs> he also, we loved him in mm. Signal. I won't speak for you, Susie. Mm. I loved him yeah. in Signal. How could you not love yes. him in C- Signal? Yes. Um, but I just, I he just, mm. Melts my butter? Is that a weird thing to say? <laughs> that goes with crab legs, right? I I really loved him in both of those shows. And then I also am a big fan of the uh, variety series that he did with Rue Junior Traveler, where they go to, to Cuba and spend 10 episodes traveling around to Cuba. But I feel like it is watching him in... in traveler that made him crab legs for me and here's why uh i mean he is so precious and like clueless (laughs) like doesn't know how to do anything like junior sets up everything and he's just sort of going along and i mean he's so sweet and sincere um and just I, i find him so delightful but uh he, it feels like you would need to do stuff for him if he were your traveling <laughs> companion. Like a little, a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. Also, this I found just bonkers in that show. He's like always okay. So like haggling is part of the culture there. Like you're just expected to try and get the lowest price for everything that you do, which is I realize. A, a part of culture in a lot of the world. I am not really comfortable with that. Even when I've traveled to places where that is the norm, I just am not comfortable yeah. with that. I'm, you know, American. I have not grown up with that culture. So it makes me squirm a little bit. And he is super haggling, even for things that do not require. <laughs> there in, uh, in the very beginning of the show, when he comes over on the plane, some stewardess on the airplane hands him a bag with all these little pouches of kimchi. Uh-huh. He comes with this like huge bag of all these little kimchi packets, which they're like rationing out over their uh-huh. trip. So they have like a little taste of home. And then a couple of times they like give them to people that they met along the way. Like here's, you know, here's a, a taste of our homeland. Uh-huh while we're visiting your homeland. It's very charming. But then they encounter this, uh, they actually encounter a lot of Koreans over the time that they're in Uh Cuba. 
surprise it was surprising to me how many Koreans they encountered. Sometimes are recognized, sometimes not. Um but they meet this couple and uh you know they're like, Do you want some kimchi? That they okay, remember this. He got this whole bag of kimchi for free from the stewardess on the airplane. And they meet this couple and they're like visiting with them. And he's like, oh, give us some money, you know, give us like one, you know, one Cuban dollar oh, no. for for the kimchi or whatever. And I'm like, Jaehun, not necessary. Like you don't have to, like you're a, big, no. you're a big star. You don't have to like haggle over the kimchi that you got for free. So uh, that sort of feel makes me feel like he would be a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. It would be a lot of work to have him as a boyfriend. But, oh, Susie, I find him nevertheless so delightful. And I want to see all of the things. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just cannot get enough of watching him. It's amazing that I have not watched more of the things that he is Mm -hmm. in yet. Mm -hmm. They're all on the list. Um, But I find him very, very dreamy. But... Uh, yeah, I feel like it would be a lot of work to be with him in real life. So he's crab legs! Delicious, but a lot of work. (laughs) So who's next for you, So I'm gonna just quickly go through those who are auditioning to become my boyfriend. Mm, okay. I think all of them had made okay. really good efforts. I'm deciding, you know, at any moment I can cast yeah. them as a leading or supporting. But on this list, there is An Hyosop. Can we? Can we? Oh boy! Can we? I can't. Okay, I've. I can't. Okay, I can't. <laughs> I've only seen him in one thing, which is a business proposal, which is now one of my favorite favorite. Favorite dramas, romance or otherwise. Yeah. Maybe my favorite romance. Yeah. One, but. <clears throat> yeah. His performance. I mean, we, we talked offline extensively today about this show, but a business proposal is something that people might not understand. Takes so much skill to pull off. Like how good it is. People don't realize yeah. because it's fun and it's funny and all this stuff that in order to make it that way and not cringy over the top or, um, I don't know, ridiculous, which within its confine, there yeah. are those things, but it doesn't feel that way. Well, and it's on purpose, right? Like, it's not its not accidentally right. like they're trying to do a thing and yeah. it turns out that they went too yeah. far or it's cringy or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, it's all very deliberate. Yeah, there is so much thought over the topness. in every piece of dialogue, every scene, every little slapstick moment, everything. Yeah. There's so much thought and it's like there's just a high degree of difficulty in achieving what they achieved in a business proposal and I just love it so much. And... A huge contributor yeah. is the performances in it. And An Hyosop, I mean, yeah. I don't know, like, when he was given the script. I just want to know what he thought. Just blindly reading it and mm-hmm. just what is the thought process? Because Taemu had to say some 
real crazy, crazy cheesy thing. I mean, the <laughs> just cheese whiz is like the makeup of the cheese. It's not mm-hmm. even real cheese. It's just like real melty cheese. Okay. The cheesiest of cheese. Mm-hmm. And I just, he delivers these lines in such a way that you're just like in awe of how can you, God, one, how can you say this line mm. with a straight face? <laughs> like, how? And actually look right? like you mean it, you know? Really, just applause to everyone in a business proposal, but on yourself, like immediately yeah. just, I'm like, come yeah. here, come here, why not? Why don't you sit on this side? Right. And we'll talk later. That was a really great effort. <laughs> Good reading, son. Like, oh, oh. Yes. Let me in keep the your head chopped for later. <laughs> and then we have You Are In, who also I've only seen in Sunken mm-hmm. Grand Scandal, who's, of course, I've heard his name mm-hmm. all through these years. I mean, he was real, real hot in the middle of the 2000s. But I've just never seen him in anything. And when I see his picture, I'm like, all right. I mean, sure. Then I saw him in Sukyogan Scandal, and I'm like, oh. Oh. I get it now. You are in stands. I am with you now. So... Mm-hmm. Yes. I need to watch some more of his stuff, obviously, but... I am paying attention. Maybe Pio. Here we go. So, mm-hmm. thanks You've for reading. Got my thanks for coming. <laughs> and then we have Jisoo, who I've also only seen him in one thing, which is Kill Me, Heal Me. Mm-hmm. And you can have my full impression in an upcoming episode. I will reiterate that I am publicly apologizing to him. Jisung Opa, I'm sorry that I have not checked out your other stuff before now. (laughs) I don't know where I was. I don't know what I was doing. I don't know how I could miss them. You've been around for as long as I've been watching dramas. How did I not see not one thing with you in it? Travesty. A travesty. That is one Mm. hell of an audition. That he gave with Kill Me, Heal Me. And I, you know, I, I suspect it's also not going to take take much for him to be promoted into the company. To be hired into my company of boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see a production produced by your company of boyfriends. I don't know. We'll, we might spontaneously combust. It's It might not be healthy. <laughs> That's true. It was just like five little five minute yeah. shorts. And then I have uh, Lee Min Ho, who some people might wonder, why is he in your auditioning pile? Well, Lee Min Ho has been auditioning for a while now. You know, he's been in the mm. maybe fi- pile for a while as well. But he's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I keep going back and forth with him, you know, and you know, he's somebody I feel like I have really seen grow because I've seen a lot of his stuff since the beginning of his career. Yeah. So I don't know what the hesitation is to get him into like full company because mm-hmm. I do enjoy him. I think like the king is 
I really love that show. I've seen it three times. I think he's so great in it. I feel like that's another role that is like married to the right actor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's obviously very charming. I watch his YouTube videos that are, you know, just like these like short films about what he's doing and sort of daily life kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is a very good I feel like yeah, he has yeah. lots of aspirational things that he's doing. Like he, I think he really wants to direct maybe because mm-hmm. he's sort of doing that now with his little videos. Mm. So, but yeah, so I, I'm sorry, you're still in the maybe pile, but I just feel like, you know, by sheer like time, he should really get promoted soon because doesn't always work like that. It too. doesn't because he's still straddling that whole like, you know, Opa friend and Opa boyfriend. Like, he's somewhere in between right now. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, the the last one who is auditioning for me is Yoo Yoon Suk, who Lin knows as annoying beard guy in Mr. Sunshine. Smirky McSmirkyson. Agreed. Yes. Smir- Smirky McSmirkyson. Yes, fair. That's, fair. Yeah. But I just find him so hot in that show just i cannot but then i know like i've i've seen him without the beard and the get up you know and he's such a baby face he's such a baby face in real life but in this such a baby face Mm. okay please read again please read again he's still reading right now he's still in the middle of his audition yeah but he has my attention so we shall see what happens but that is also the only thing I've seen him in. So, we'll see. Smirky McSmirkerson. I mean, I'm not surprised. We've talked about, uh, not on mm-hmm. mic, we've talked about Mr. Sunshine at length, so I'm not surprised by that. We are having different responses to him in that drama, and that's all, <laughs> all well and good. Uh, okay, so my next... Entry on the Boyfriend Buffet, none other than PSJ himself, Mr. Park Sojun, the star of the universe as far as I'm concerned. I, You know, if I got a vote, he would be the biggest movie star in, in the world. Um, do I really need to talk about who Park Sojun is? I mean, is there someone listening to this who doesn't know who Park Sojun is? Do you? Does anybody not know? Right? I mean, my mom doesn't. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, we first met in Itaewon class, and, you know, mm. and it, there was, when, after I watched Itaewon class, I did have some sort of, am I just enamored of Park Suri? Or am I enamored of Park Seo Joon, right? Because Sarah yeah. Yi is mm-hmm. such an attractive character and so compelling. Mm-hmm. You know, I love him so much. Um, and then I watched What's Wrong with Secretary Kim and I was like, oh, no, no, it's PSJ. I'm mean, not taking anything away from Park Seo Yi, but uh, yeah. he's real, real swingy. Um, yeah. Just magnetic in everything that he's in 
love to watch him. Yeah. And so in the buffet, uh, he's those little barbecued ribs, just so tender and uh, tender and yummy. Uh, can you know just taking up so much room on your plate? Is he fall off the bone? Is is my main question? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> So just melt in your mouth. Keep going back for more. Uh, that's that's our park so Jen. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised that he's not on my list at all. Like, I really thought it he would be, but then I was like, actually no. Yeah. And I, I was I was surprised yeah. because I do really enjoy him so much. He's such a good yeah. actor. And can embody so such different characters yeah. as well. Well, I feel like um, I was talking to somebody else earlier about the fact that he is such a better actor than he needs to be. Like he could t- could get away with just being as handsome and magnetic as he is, and not be, mm-hmm. you know, he would still get cast in stuff and people would still love him. Right. I mean, he could be more of a movie star than really a great actor, but he is a great actor. I mean, I'm so excited that he's supposed to be... PSJ is alleged to have a new drama coming out, I think, next year, I think in 2023, with Mm. IU. Could not be more excited about that. Oh my goodness. My brain might explode. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah. Tell me about some more of your boyfriend, Suze. Okay, so now we're going to talk about my understudies. So these are some guys who are in the mix, but they're not always on stage. Mm. You know, so depending on the situation, they might need to be called on stage. Mm-hmm. So, those people are Chun Jung Myung, who you've never met, mm-hmm. I believe. And he's somebody who I just remember from like way back when um, I first met him in, and like only, the first and only time, is it? In Cinderella's Sister. Oh! With Taekyun was in it. Um, who? And <laughs> we don't know him. Um, and I just, I just instantly, instantly loved him in that show. Um, and he's always somebody who's like in the back of my mind. I always think about him a bit. You know, he's been in quite a few things since then, but he's not somebody who is currently very popular or very busy. Um, so I feel like there was a gap there where I didn't see him a lot. Um, Mm. he's in the duo, which is a historical that's, Mm -hmm. I, I don't Mm. think it's very palish shenanigans, but I could be wrong. Um, Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. that I remember at the time I really wanted to see it, but didn't have access to it something like that uh and then i didn't really like see him and i kind of fell off Mm. 
the gay drama wagon. Well, that's like the wrong metaphor, isn't it? Like, if you fell off that's, the K drama yeah, wagon, you're true. like deep into the K drama. Yeah, you, ha- you were exercising K drama sobriety. <laughs> I was abstaining. I was there. You go teetotaling. K drama, K drama, And so, but he legitimately after that was not in like a ton of things, and mm-hmm. it's just like not very busy. So. I want to just try to watch some more of his stuff. Um, so that's why he's an understudy because he was like a main yeah, yeah. or a supporting at least. And then yeah, I just haven't seen him in anything else. But the impact of just that one show, because I thought that show was like, so, so good, at least got him in the door. <laughs> yeah. So he's there, but he's sort of on the back burner. Um, so we'll see. Um, and then we have Soji Sup. Oh, guys. So Soji Sup is also an OG Opa. He's also in What Happened in Bali. Mm-hmm. Most notably in um, Misa, I'm Sorry, I Love You. Another different formula is mm-hmm. in that, <laughs> that show, but it is a classic, classic, classic. I saw him in most recently Cain and Abel. Which, mm-hmm. from the title, is about feuding brothers. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you think? And, you know, he's somebody who I've consistently enjoyed seeing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just really love seeing him, especially when he's not playing a very sullen character. I'm very, very interested in seeing Oh My Venus because he's, because um, it's a more comedic role in there. It's a more of a rom-com, him and Shinmina. Mm-hmm. I'm a little hesitant just because I think there's a weight loss story in there for Shinmina. Oh. Mm. I'll have to see, but I really, I haven't seen him in a very light thing. Yeah. Um, I've always seen him in these like super heavy makjang, uh melodrama things. Yeah, yeah. And so I need to see another side of him before he can get an actual role yeah. <laughs> in my company of boyfriends. But I always, like, I just can't help it. Every time I see him, I'm like, oh, God, I love you. I really, <laughs> I really enjoy seeing you. But I need to see other sides of you. Yeah. And then, Jung Jun Ho, who is also a real opa to me. Mm-hmm. He is, I've never seen him as, like, a young man. He's mm. always been kind of like an older man type. Mm-hmm. So he's someone who has been around for a minute, you know, mm-hmm. um, and mostly in supporting roles before. And then he started getting some main roles in the early 2000s. I saw him the first time in a show called Last Scandal. It was very, very well done. Um, but yeah, I just love this little show. I don't think a lot of people know it. Um, the last scandal it's called last scandal yeah it's not streaming anywhere right now but it's just I don't know I just loved all the parts of it and Trojan Sil is also like such I mean she's such a great actress Um, yeah you know tragically she died a little bit after that but yeah so he was I don't know I just really loved this show at the time 
And he was, you know, he made an impact on me. And then since sure. then, most recently, he's been people's dads. <laughs> Yeah. Which is fine. He is somebody's dad, should be somebody's dad, could be somebody's dad. Mm-hmm. So he's he's still around and he's do, and he's doing stuff. But, you know, I haven't um, seen him in anything sort of more substantial um, in a bit. Mm-hmm. So I want to, you know, go back and see more of his stuff again. So that's why mm-hmm. he's on the... On the understudy. understudy pile. Um, and then we have Kim Ji-hoon. And this one was perplexing to me. That as far as I know, that I, I must have seen him in like one of these daily dramas that has like lots of episodes or something. Yeah, yeah. Not that I watched a ton of them, so I should know. Like, which one? But I don't. But I looked at his credits, and I'm like, what is the thing that I saw him in first? <laughs> and I cannot figure it out. Wow. Because I feel like I'm like, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. And I'm trying, but I cannot land it. And this is a mystery mm-hmm. to me. But I do know that I very much wanted to see him in Love and Marriage. And it's about two lawyers. No. It's about, he's a divorce lawyer and he was, his office is next to a matchmaking agency. Mm -hmm. And so the lady that owns that agency and him, you know, are like butting heads. And Mm -hmm. so this is kind of like an enemies to lovers kind of romantic Mm -hmm. comedy. I just remember, I really wanted to see it, but I know I haven't. I know Mm. I haven't seen it. Interesting. Like, I, I think I've seen maybe the first episode. And it was like, I'll come back to this. Um, Maybe that was enough, Sadis. Maybe that was enough. I don't know. But I felt like I found him somewhere else and then wanted to see him in this. That That's like my what my brain is telling me. But yeah, yeah. for the life of me, I cannot figure out where I saw him first. He's it's, a mystery, Opa. It where is, did you come from, Opa? I know. But for newer viewers he is currently in money heist korea mm. looking real good in his with his longer hair um really dig that for him oh it's not love and marriage it's love marriage ah you know it has many friends in it mm, so many friends so i don't i really i'm perplexed but he is Somebody who's also like always in the back of my mind. Like I'm, mm. I'm always like thinking about like, oh, I need to like see more of his stuff and all this stuff. But he's in Flower of Evil, which I want to see. But like nothing. I mean, he's in Flower Boy Next Door, which I want to see. It must be one of these daily dramas, but I just don't know which one. <laughs> You're an enigma, but I love you nonetheless. I mean, this is like some kind of like magic juju that, you know, having not have seen like a complete thing of his, yet he is here in the Undercity pile. It's amazing. I mean, I just am <coughs> looking at his MDL and he's real pretty. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. I can 100% see how he would make the list even without your having seen him in anything. Yeah. I'm like, I, I just can't forget this face, you know, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so those are those on my understudy list. Understudies. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we've come to my last opa, my last boyfriend on the buffet. This is the boyfriend that probably makes my heart go pit-a-pat the most. <laughs> I was just kidding before when Susie brought his name up and I was feigning <laughs> ignorance. <laughs> it is Octakeon. It makes me blush even just to say his name out loud. So that just <laughs> tells you. We met... Okay, so... We haven't released that many episodes yet, so you, most of you probably won't know this about me, but I'm pretty oblivious when it comes to K-pop. Like, Susie knows all about K-pop. I do not. So I watched all of Red Sleeve right when it aired, and then at the end was like, oh, that guy is in a K-pop group. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> And then, very short, I mean, I want to say it was only like a week later, it was very soon after watching Red Sleeve, uh, that I was like, oh, this Secret Royal Inspector show seems very, like, hilarious and wacky, and I'm going to watch that show, knowing literally nothing about it other than, like, it was a thing that newly had come out on Vicky, and so watched that, and then at the I don't know. I can't remember if it was, if I got all the way through the show before I discovered this. Cause I was definitely falling for him before we got to the end of that show. I probably looked it up. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wait, he's also in a K-pop group <laughs> together with Isan from What's Happening. Uh, and I think even before that, even before that, around the same time, I had watched um, What's Wrong with Secretary Kim mm-hmm. and, you know, also Sean Sung is in that one that I also did not know. Like, I'm slowly getting to know all of the 2PM guys by accident, <laughs> um, you know. Also, I've seen Dream High, but I I was up to speed on 2 p.m. by the time I watched Dream High. <laughs> Anywho, I really really love him, but uh, but question mark and his role on the buffet is he is General Tso's chicken. Ooh, because he's so tasty. Kind of spicy, mm. probably bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I won't go too much more into that, but uh, yeah, I I like him a lot. When the two p.m. songs come on my music rotation and it gets to the rap part, I'm always a little. <laughs> Spoony and fanning myself. So, uh, I mean, like I said at the beginning, we're not here to rank the Opas. Nope. I'm just presenting what reality is. So, uh, yeah. 
I really like him a lot. And I wish that uh, more of his shows were available on Vicky. Because he's been in a number of things. Mm. His most recent series that just came out is not available streaming anywhere here blind. You know, I still have not watched Vincenzo. I know I should. I did, in my defense, watch an entire Japanese drama. Mm-hmm. Not what is that show called? Ninety nine days with the star, um, which you know I mostly enjoyed. Question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of feelings about it, and he's not even like a main role; he's just a peripheral role. But I was so intrigued. I'm so impressed with all of these actors that are multilingual, that are like fluent enough to be able to act in all these different languages, which there are a lot. I mean, a lot of the the really well-known Korean actors, if you look at their My Drama list, are also in, like, a Chinese mm-hmm. drama or yep. a Japanese yeah. drama. Or, you know, I find that so impressive. So I had to watch that. I mean, you know, he's fine in it. It's not a big part. And <laughs> he was really young. But I still... Love him. <laughs> and I can't wait for the episode that we eventually do all about him, but not yet. Mm. Okay, I'm all done. That's all I'm gonna say because okay. I have nothing more coherent to say other than <laughs> like that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, my last thing that I will offer to you is, um. An Opa who has left the company. Now, uh, Opa Emeritus. Opa Emeritus. Um, his choice, my choice. We don't know. We, <laughs> we don't know yet. We don't. We don't know what happened there. But I will tell you what happened is Song Sung Hunt, the OGest of OG Opas for me, because I first met him. In Autumn in My Heart, which is the first K-drama I ever watched, mm-hmm. and was instantly smitten with him. Okay, I know other people love someone Bin, fair, but I was all about Sun Tzu Han. To me, his face, I mean, again, that jawline, I mean, but also his face is so classically Korean to me that mm. I understood that I was watching something that is not Chinese or Japanese right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know the significance of that. Probably nothing. But I just looked at his face and I'm like, this is different. This is not something I've seen before. Um, and I mean, that show, like I revisited the first episode recently and I'm like, wow, I don't know what today's K-drama viewers would make of this. Like, there are so many tropes in that first episode. (laughs) Um, But I just... I loved him so much. And I've seen him in a few things since. But here's my deal. I didn't like any of them. Mm. I'm not... I'm going to refrain from saying they're not good. Because... I don't know. I just know that I did not enjoy them. Now, let me tell you about a little show called 
east of Eden. <laughs> oh, goodness. I mean, if you know, you know. Um, but this, this show, okay, so the three big networks, you know, NBC, SBS, and KBS, used to do these huge epic dramas to celebrate one of their, like, big anniversaries, like, a 30th anniversary, a 40th anniversary, you know, that kind of thing. So they'll have, like, it used to be a historical, I think, and this one can count as a historical because it starts in, like, the 60s and goes into the 80s, I think, is the time frame of the show. So it had a mega cast, just who's who in Korean cinema is in there just from like veterans to younger people just had Mm -hmm. an amazing roster of actors in it but this story (laughs) it was so convoluted after a while and then he had a really unbelievable switch of personality in one of the characters Mm -hmm. and then it had a bad ending I just was like Excuse me, I I had to go through 56 one-hour episodes Mm-mm. for this? Mm-mm. For this? No, I was angry. I was angry. And I just... Anyway, 56 hours of my life, I wish <laughs> I could have gone back. <laughs> That's more than two days, you guys. More than two days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge letdown. And then he was in a rom-com that I thought was going to be super cute because it's um, kind of like a Princess Diaries kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's called My Princess. So mm. um, he is like somebody who works for this. Is it an actual kingdom? Was it just a rich person? I don't know. So he was the person tasked to find this lost sort of girl who is either the princess or the granddaughter of whoever. You get the drill. Yeah. Kind of thing. So he is, I can't remember if she was real or, no, she is a princess. Um, And he is... He's supposed to, like, teach her how to be a rich lady. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. <sighs> this was just also disappointing. Mm-hmm. I thought they didn't have much chemistry. And it was just meh. I just thought it was meh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was disappointing. And then he was just, like, in some things I wasn't really interested in. I guess yeah. you could say. Um, but, you know, I guess I, I don't know. It just made me not interested to see him in other things too. And so this is why our relationship deteriorated. You just grew apart, Sis. We did. We did. And it's such a shame because though I didn't think Autumn in my heart broke any acting barriers, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. It was fine, but the story was so emotional and compelling mm-hmm. that I really loved it. 
I just was looking forward to seeing him in so many other things and uh, mm. Mm. but I will say friends um, if you like variety shows please do check out on YouTube this show called Caterer Starship if you search that you'll find mm. it and it's the Starship company who also owns King Kong Starship I think it's called one is the acting company and one is representing like uh, singers and idols Mm -hmm. and it's uh, basically a retreat so they're doing a two day one night thing at a remote place and they're playing games and you know it's basically a bonding experience and just from the clips I've seen it looks like a fun time and Song Sung Hun is sort of the elder statesman in this whole group him and Lee Dong Wook, I think, are probably like considered, you know, contemporaries. Um, mm-hmm. So they're like sort of the elder statesmen in this in this group of just mayhem of people. Just there's so mm-hmm. many of them. So many people. So many people. So, but watching this kind of like revived some things no. inside me <laughs> for him because it seems like he was game to have fun. You know, which mm-hmm. is like an important thing, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Um, But at the same time, I feel like he also was like, I'm not sure what I'm doing here. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a little clueless because I think he doesn't do a lot of these. And like the younger people, definitely, especially the idols and the singers mm-hmm. have done more of these kinds of shows and mm-hmm. sort of know the drill and even are like familiar with the um, PD who who heads it mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I think he's a little like lost a tiny bit, but he seems to be having a good time and like game to like do whatever. But there are some, there's some moments that are really making me go, Oh, I kind of miss you. I kind of mm-hmm. miss you. So Aww. we'll see. I don't know what the future holds for us. Interesting. But, you know, but at the moment I, you know, he's somebody to kick to the curb because yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Sorry, Sorry Opa. Yeah. Oh well. But I mean, lots of other, lots of other boyfriends, though. I mean, as you can see or you heard, I'm what? not lacking in that apartment. I'm fine. I'm fine, you guys. <laughs> right. He's the one who's probably suffering. Like, yeah. Susie, I'm right. He's probably just doesn't understand what's happening right now. I, I understand that. Susie, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Oh, yes. I because <laughs> it is the time in the show for me to ask you anything. It is my turn. And I don't know how this is going to work out with how the uh, episodes are airing. There might, we might've messed up the alternating with this bonus episode, but oh, well, say la vie. Oh, well. Uh, No, but I feel like, so I actually thought of this question quite a while ago Uh um, when we were recording another episode and I didn't ask it to you then, but I feel like it fits very well with the theme of this bonus episode. And here's the question. Also, it's very uh, thematic to the time of year because right now is when a lot of the OPAs 
and also Onis are having their fan meetings. Mm -hmm. There are a lot right now going on where people are are gathering their fans together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so my question is, if you could go to a fan meeting of any of... I mean, it doesn't have to be limited to your boyfriends, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to presume that it would, you know, most likely be one of your boyfriends. If you could attend a fan meeting, whose fan meeting would you want to attend? Oh. (laughs) Hmm. I feel like I would want to go see... You know, I would want to go see Jung Hae-in. Because... I think he'll he'll be his his fan meeting would be, you know, fun but not like over the top, and mm-hmm. he would sing. I think he would sing a song at least for us. Um, and he has like I feel like he has the perfect blend of like shy and playfulness yeah. that will be like adorable to see. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I think I would like to see him interact. With mm-hmm. people in the wild more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a great answer. We love him. We love you, hey, and hope I know you're listening to our podcast. Uh, I mean, I, even though he's not my boyfriend, I still love him. He's still my opa, just, you know, not romantic. He's so lovable. Mm. He's so low. I mean, they really, all the opas are lovable. I mean, they are. Even the ones that I don't want to hug and kiss, I still love them. Mm-hmm. No, there are very few, very few opas that I don't love. Uh, and those of you who are out there listening, we know that you love the opas too. So please let us know what opas you love. What did you think about our boyfriend buffet? What tasty dishes are we missing from my boyfriend's buffet? <laughs> let us know. Where can they let us know, Suze? You can you can let us know at on Instagram at Onis on Opa's Pod, and yeah, let us know who do you want to sign to audition. Who do you want to? Mm. Who should who should come over and read for me? <laughs> <laughs> Who should who should do that? Let me know. Let us know. And happy holidays, everybody. Oh, and happy hope, new year. Twenty twenty two has been a great year for Korean drama and we mm-hmm. are looking forward to even more in twenty twenty three. Yes. I hope your season is bright and safe and happy. And healthy. Susie. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I hope so too. Take yeah. take good care, and uh, we will talk to you on the flip side when we will talk be talking about more onis and opas. Because in the immortal words of Kim Sun Young in Reply nineteen eighty eight, da opa nimnika. If they're handsome, if you're handsome, you're my opa. Let's just say that. <laughs> if you are handsome, you are my opa. Accurate. Accurate. And hearts. Annyeong. Annyeong. <laughs>